Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have you all tune us in and turn us on. We got a fabulous show. What is the secret sauce to satisfying and fulfilling life? of well-being. My very special guest, also host of her own fabulous show, Sabrina Wright. Today, we're going to take a look at what this even means. But more importantly, what you should know about Sabrina is she is a holistic health and wellness advocate, consultant, uh, and somebody that has been in this field and worked and has done work in integrate with integrated physicians, naturopaths, acupuncturists, chiropractors, and nurse, because this is her passion and her purpose. 20 years of experience, education, thousands of clients, and a focused approach that is always about the whole person, the body, the mind, and the spirit. Today, in addition to having a fabulous show and a great, great way for you to connect with her, uh, And that is, if you want to have some of that sauce, if you want to get the sauce that enables you to have a satisfying and fulfilling life of well-being, what do we need to have? What do we need to have for optimum mental health, physical health, emotional, and spiritual wellness? We're going to get all about the three good habits for each of those. Sabrina, it's great to have you. Dr. Pat, thank you so much. It's such an honor and it's fun to be here on your show. Thank you. Um, let's get at it because I was talking to somebody uh, this morning and it was an interesting phrase that came up and it was my, I'm going to paraphrase. So, so the person was saying to me, my sense is we are, we're extremely vulnerable Mm. to getting off our game for mental health, to getting off our game for emotional health, to get off our game for spiritual health, and get off our game for physical health. We're vulnerable. And if we could learn how to navigate those waters, so that we do not let our vulnerability, which sometimes is a good thing. We do not let our vulnerability go from a vulnerability of compassion and empathy to a literal showstopper game changer in a negative way for our lives. I agree. And I've been having those conversations as well. When I talk to my clients, they're like, I'm feeling really exposed and vulnerable and fearful of taking a step. And in our conversations, my clients and I, we're trying to work through those vulnerabilities and take a look at 
the aspects of it to embrace. And when you're, when you're really focused on that and purposing to make some habit changes, lifestyle changes, and new choices, I'm right there with you, walking with you through it. And it's purely on a day-by-day encouraging, uh, encouraging message and encouraging partnership you're not going to get anything wrong. Okay. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest hurdle people have is when they don't know something, they're afraid of getting it wrong or doing something bad or uh, something negative when actually it's the opportunity to step into an exploration and an adventure to be able to connect and learn more about yourself, more about others, more about how we can show up and be better participants in our world and make changes and differences in our world. And, but know, it's very real. It's very real. And one of the things you are talking about today, and I love that you really have shaped this into what I call solutions. We were talking in the last hour about you know, what, what part of the solutions would you be? And one of the things you're outlining are habits, good habits that can help mm-hmm. us. I want to get right into, you know, how well-being works, because if we have these habits in play, if we have these practices, whatever you want to call them, habits, practice, if we have them in play, then you can wake up on any given day and have something happen. Mm-hmm. and have tools, right? I was talking to a friend of mine. She woke up and there was a negative $15,000 out of her bank account. And she just didn't understand it. Uh, and what was so great is you get to see the fear in other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. That usually reflects your own fear. But then what can you do to help somebody with that? You know, how do we work with people to talk about well-being and to really hold on to the faith and the trust that we have a benevolent going on, right? We do. We do. We serve an almighty God. And the thing is, is he's got everything under control. And more times than not, when we're feeling our most vulnerable it's because we feel like we don't have control so well-being and wellness over the years has typically been talked about in a physical nature versus mental emotional and spiritual component and if we've not learned anything or have cultivated anything greater since let's say March of 2020, it is that we're finally taking a look at those other areas of our lives and purposing to do better. Because as we, as we work on mental health skills, as we work on containing our emotional skills and most importantly as we rely on our spiritual skills then everything else will all work itself out and it does always it always works out and more times 
than I hear from clients, from myself, and from my friends is it works out better than I could have ever imagined. So really, it's all going to work out and it's going to work out for the better. I love it. You know, and I want to talk about this in the context that you're presenting to us today. And that is from the holistic perspective, number one, so important, because so often we leave things out and they're mm -hmm. part of the, they're part of the wheel. You're part of the wheel of life. You know, they're mm -hmm. part of the solution. Um, and then I want to start by digging into mental health right out of the gate, because I okay. know that you are providing us with habits, good habits to help us. Yes. And, yes. And, and let's talk about it because one of the areas you're going to talk about, which is optimal spiritual wellness. If I bump that thing to the front of my list, it doesn't mean I'm going to be great in all of the other areas, but I'll tell you, um, it's going to lessen the blow. It's going to help not get stuck. It's going to help not become the feeling, right? So can Absolutely. you talk about these, these habits you're going to share with us here? So you mentioned that when you rely on the spiritual component, I, I agree, it really is the foundation and the initial lens that I take in my life. And it's from the standpoint of what is real and what is true. And if and when I work with clients, they want to stop the chatter and they want to stop the noise and they want to stop the negativity that's whirring around in their head. And so the first place to start is with a habit of practicing gratitude. Now, all of these practices all work back and, and actually are integrated with each other. But for, for the mental wellness piece, it's time and time again, we, we need to practice gratitude. And when we're practicing and focusing on positive things that are occurring during unsettling and trying times, what happens is our mental health commentary improves and levels of happiness increase. <clears throat> It also creates a sense of fulfillment and appreciation for what we already have instead of looking at what we don't have. So gratitude creates a positive outlook on life. It boosts our well-being. It improves our relationships and it builds resiliency. And that probably is the skill, in my opinion, that's probably been built the most over the last couple of years in many individuals, if not all. But resiliency comes from that working, right? It comes from that struggle. It comes from pulling resources that you have, practical habits that you have, and relying on those, that changes your perspective so that you're not focusing on the negative and you're actually seeing solutions, seeing better choices to make, seeing opportunity. And what are you reading, right? What are you grateful for? What are you reading? What are you putting into your brain? What are you putting into your life? How are your relationships? 
Are you investing in them? How are people investing in you? Be grateful for that. Yeah. Um, another thing in mental wellness is a habit of setting personal and professional outcomes. Have a plan, right? And then work that plan backwards so that being intentional about pursuing your personal and professional growth, set achievable outcomes and learn and try new things because this is where we boost our mental awareness by producing a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Also, we improve our self-confidence and we raise our self-esteem and we're creating, if not even building a greater purpose for our life. It can be small and it doesn't have to be really big. It could be for me, this year, this last couple of years, it was about learning new recipes and cooking differently because I wasn't, um, I wasn't going to the grocery store as often as I typically did, which was every couple of days. And I would get very fresh, organic fruits and vegetables and cook frequently that way. Well, I started an I started receiving online service of organic fruits and vegetables, and they would bring things that were in season and many things that I'd never cooked before. So I learned some new stuff there. So I, I patted myself on the back and I got myself a new apron and I had fun. Part of that also, too, is, you know, mental health and wellness is about practicing self-love so in all of that when we support our friends when we extend compassion to others when they're suffering when we become the ear for our friends our clients our customers in everything that we're doing and accept them as they are oh my goodness that comes back to you right yeah in in exponential ways and in an unexpected way so self-love is is about treating yourself like you treat your best friends yeah you know what i love about this what you share we're going to take a short break in a minute and then we're going to really drill down to some of these others you know what i love i have this epiphany this morning i always learn from the people that call me i always learn from all of you mm -hmm. that do a show like this right because we're going to get into this <laughs> um, there's a thing about, so I know you're laughing, right? Um, <laughs> but let me give you an example to think about, and then we'll go to break and come back. Okay. So I'm talking to my friend and I'm just thinking to myself, this is just not right. This was a, this is just a person that just lost it and mm -hmm. is filing a false claim. And the way this works in merchant accounts and chargebacks, you don't have to have a reason to tell a credit card company. I, I mean, honestly, you could go to jail right. if you do it fraudulently. So I'm just, you all out there, just don't be starting to do this. But my friend couldn't see a way out. And it even got more complicated because she never got informed, the address was changed, and she couldn't think straight. But this was not the time for me or her spouse to be preaching about what to do right and i had a moment because i have knowledge of what she could do i had a moment where i said you know i'm not going to say her name i'm going to say mary you know mary 
you and I share the same spiritual philosophy. And so one of the things I've learned from studying multiple religions, multiple philosophies throughout my life, they have one thing in common. And that is gratitude in advance. I said, so can we right now in this moment, just be, just take a minute and let's talk about the power of I am. I am powerful. I will lend and not borrow. I am protected. And we went through this. Mm -hmm. When we come back, this is one of the habits. But then I said something to her. Mm -hmm. And you have to tell me if what I said was right when we come back from break. I said this. I said, you have a couple of choices about your day. You can ruminate about this. Certainly, mm -hmm. you want to make sure you're covering what's going on in your bank account. Or you could take time and break the cycle by doing something that you love to do this afternoon unexpectedly break the cycle of fear and worry. When we come back, Sabrina Wright is going to take us through optimal, optimal wellness across the board, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And I'm telling you, if you have a situation like this, or you've got something that's going on for you today, or there's something that's getting in the way of your mojo, Let's have a call. Let's give us a call right now. 1-800-930-2819. And let's see if we can't help you identify a couple of good habits to break the chain and the shackles of worry, anxiety, and fear. Let's take a short break, everybody. Sabrina writes in the house. We'll be right back. Who taught you or your kids how to handle stress? That's right. No one. I'm combat veteran Deb Lewis. And I'm on a mission to change that. My new children's book, Why is Pono Not Pono Today, is set in Hawaii. Lovable characters, Pono the Bull and his friend Kuleana, show us how a stressful situation ends happily. Look closer to reveal powerful ways to handle all types of stress. Start loving your stress-filled life today. Go to MentallyToughWomen.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Hey, look, some of us are outwardly successful, but inwardly feel unhappy and living a life lacking purpose and meaning. Well, The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer can help you discover what's important to you and how to reach out and go for it. For more information or to purchase the book, go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. 
Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit urepurepotential.com for more info. Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? Corny Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty master chief with the U.S. Navy, here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. Thank you for tuning us in and tuning us on. Sabrina Wright is in the house. We're talking habits. Yeah. This is what I love. We're talking. Listen to the language that Sabrina uses. Good habits optimize optimum. Good habits optimum mental health. Good habits optimum spiritual wellness. Good habits optimum emotion. Good habits optimum. I love this. Because just think about the energy of that, everybody. Sabrina, before we dig into physical wellness as well, how do people find out about you? Can you please tell folks what you're doing, what we're doing? And you you have a giveaway, too. I do. I'm very excited to share that giveaway. Um, You can get in touch with me on my website, The Right Balance, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com, or you can... Text me and leave a message at 360-624-1585, or you can find me on social platforms. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Live the Good Life Sabrina. So you can get me. You can get me anywhere. So, um, oh, an email, sabrina at therightbalance.com. So drop me a line, drop me a message. And if you're interested in the gift, which is I'm gifting a clarity call. So we're going to talk about you and your wellness, and we're going to work on a game plan for you. Find out where you need extra help, where you need to start maybe, or how do you take your current lifestyle and ramp it up some, make it even more optimal. I love it. I love what you're doing. Thank Um, you. I think you did a marvel. You talked to your friend in a marvelous way. And, and I, um, I'm grateful for that, for the way that you interacted with her and the way that you came alongside her you showed her compassion, you extended grace and mercy to her. And then what you said is, let's try, you know what, let's go back to our foundation, right? Where are you? What do you know to be true? And I think you, at the break, you said the I am's, right? Yeah, I am. I went to the I am because that's just what came to me. Right. That was one of the first thing I learned on my spiritual journey when I was at a bottom, you know, a Mm -hmm. bottom, I hit my bottom. Um, I had somebody hand me a little card, like almost like a, um, what do you call it? A book put in a book and all it had like, I am, I am, I am, I am declarations. As a matter of fact, I have the workbook sitting right over there because I yanked it out. Okay. Perfect. Just doing that. 
it not only helped her, but it helped me in a situation I was going through. But boy, that's a good habit. That if we could just all figure out what those good habits are, right? Now, I need your help here. Because if I don't, if just because I did it once today, no. Fear and doubt and worry, they are like the trifecta of insidious energy disintegration. So absolutely. So you're going to talk about habits. Habits means I got to be doing stuff again and again. Tell us about that. Well, it's, it's that consistency factor. It's not one and done, not at all. And so with the IMs, with expressing gratitude, it's throughout the day. Maybe it's if, okay, so if you're a person, I'm not, but if you're a person that you have to have a recipe or that you have to have these instructions, okay, so how many times do I say this? When do I say them? How do I say them? Okay, start with, get a bookmark and write down your IMs, which are the truths that you know about yourself, the truths of what God says you are, and the truths that he shares with you about the relationship he has with you, right? Write those down. And if you have to carry it with you all the time, great. Carry it with you all the time. So you're standing in line at the grocery store without your bookmark and say those I am's. The more, the better. And what's going to happen is all of that is going to permeate every cell of your body. It changes your cellular health, it changes your cellular vibration. It changes the energy that you have. It puts a smile on your face. It lightens your mood. It shuts down worry, anxiety, and fear. And when you can shut those down, then you can see opportunity, choices, and outcomes. So yes, great. Do it at least five times a day. That's when I would do it and start first thing in the morning. Once your peepers are open and you're lying there in bed, start right there, right then and there. Be grateful and thankful that you've got another day and you're going to show up the best, the best you that you have. And you're going to walk with your, your friends, your family and your clients through their life, just like you did this morning with your friend. So let me ask you, you're going to change that pattern, right? The pattern of thought. How else are you changing the pattern of your day today? Well, let's talk about it because this is really, this is really hitting up what you do. And thank you for doing some coaching with me. Like right now, I love it. Everybody, if you all want to get some help, give us a call. Okay. I'll tell you how. One, those of us that are entrepreneurs, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. Mm -hmm. We could have the mentality, and I say emotional, mental. When I say mm-hmm. mentality, I don't really know what to say. But, it, but it's a whole perspective where right. physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, we drive ourselves not from inspiration. But there will be times as business people, and please, you talk to people during this epidemic. But we will drive ourselves driven by the shackles of fear, anxiety, worry, and doubt. True. 
And you True. have to, number one, recognize this. So for today, that was a recognition. Mm -hmm. Doubt, fear, worry was the other one I said. Doubt, fear, worry, and anxiety would have her and me not do self-care today or something fun. It would have us say stuck to our calendar, stuck to a situation, stuck to are my people going to be doing what they need to do, stuck to dot, 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 fill it in. But aren't you helping us with good habits? We have to break that cycle, but not mm -hmm. by thinking about breaking it. We actually have to do a new habit, right? You do. It has to be a physical break. And that means you've got to get up and change your environment, change your focus. And that can be a number of different ways. And you have to change it physically. Change it physically. And to do that, you want to make sure that you're moving. So move your body. So it would be that you would get up and you would go for a walk. I can't tell you how many miles I've put on my sneakers <laughs> since April of 2020. I think I've replaced them. I have two pairs that I switched through. I think I've replaced them three times. And when life gets tense, when it gets overwhelming when it gets uncertain and when I can't see ahead or see what's next I get up and I go for my walk thank goodness I have rain gear because it's been really odd lately but I have to get out and I have to change my my scenery I work with my clients and we do something physical so it could be that they're starting a new physical stretching routine or they leave the house and go to the store to get something or go to the post office or walk to the mailbox or whatever, but they have to leave their space. Yes. That break is what has to happen. That physical break has to occur. Boy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I want to integrate this in man, mm -hmm. like you're on fire. I should have worn my red today. I had red on and I changed it. Um, I love what you're saying because you are hitting it on all cylinders, right? You have got it. And that's because you're an expert at holistic approaches. Not only have you worked with people mentally, mentally, physically, but physically, you know, you worked on people's bodies, so you get a sense of it. But the hardest thing for a person to do is to change a physical thing. I am a master at changing what's up here. But you got to get what's up here into the action that says you're a master, Pat. Because if you're not taking that, I'm no master. If I got it all going on up here and I'm not doing something like getting my IM book that's sitting right over there during the break, I'll have to get it but get my eye on books sitting over there or saying, you know what? I just put in my, I saw this afternoon, my calendar is pretty good. I get up at five. I start my day at five. I am okay. going to take myself and my buddy and we're going to go hit a little white ball. Why? Because you have to break the cycle. 
it's nothing wrong with my home, Sabrina. There's nothing wrong with her home. No. But what is the wrong? What would keep us here? Fear, anxiety, worry, worry, right? Fear, anxiety, worry. Yeah. And dare I say a little resentment. So help us understand the emotional side of this. See, because you're going to help us change some emotional habits. I want to ask you this question. What are some of the greatest misconceptions we have about emotions? I grew up with a family where you, sh- you don't cry. Oh, that that are- probably is number one. For- <laughs> that probably is number one. Now you can't stop me. But let's talk about some emotional habits that we can change. So I cry now. Emo- I, we were crying this morning. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Um, I would say that practicing and, and this is an interesting approach to managing stress, but this also helps with, um, and I learned how to do these things from years gone back when I had a very exciting, adventuresome, stressful, and dynamic career in retail. And there was no, there was no off. There was no off switch. You were never off. You were always on call. You had extra hours, extra duties. You were always responding to somebody else's wants and desires. So to prevent burnout, I had to find what worked for me. And the first thing I did was the physical component, right? Well, when you start to move, you change the energy and your changing electrically what's going on in your body that changes the emotion and it also changes the thought patterns because you've you've created a physical change so emotionally practice self-care and soothing self-care now soothing self-care is different for every individual for you i know it's ping pong. <laughs> it is. It's ping pong. And I love the fact that you're taking her with you today. And she's going to be able to enjoy your enjoyment. Plus, it's going to feed her. Yeah. Also, too, it's finding activities like journaling, meditation prayer, other mindful activities like, um, have you ever gone on a, um, what are they called? Um, A meditative walk. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like walking down the beach. Mm -hmm. That's like, that would be like walking down the, you know, going in a place where there's something about it. I think this is what you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. Meditative walk means it's doing something to quiet the demons. It is. Sorry, I don't have another word for it. No, 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 that's okay. It's, well, and I have a holistic health coach friend who calls it the monkey brain or all the chatter. Yeah. Right? So um, what's interesting 
to that, I do have a particular place and I highly recommend everybody have a place that when the chatter gets too much, too loud, and so overwhelming that even just any other physical activity is unable to penetrate it, find this place that's your go-to place. I have a place where I walk out along the river out to a wildlife reserve. Oh. And I leave everything in my brain on that journey out to the wildlife reserve. Yeah. And I spend time out there and I do breathing exercises. I'll do some stretching. And then I think it's like three and a half miles out. And then on the way back, as I'm coming up to all of the issues or the thoughts that I had, God gives me solutions. God gives me direction. God gives me, don't worry about this. God gives all of that on the way back. So that by the time I'm back to my car, oh, that was so good and so cathartic. So I, I would say everybody find that place for you. And it could be that maybe you go and you have a special bench at, I know up there in Seattle, uh, Green Lake. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Green Lake is a great park. Plus it's, you can do, you can circle, run, bike, whatever, all around the lake, or you can row the lake or whatever, but that would be a perfect place to go and leave the demons, the chatter, the monkey brain and go and enjoy yourself, breathe, relax, and move forward on that. Also yeah. too, I love the fact that you are incorporating your afternoon with your friend because that helps with emotional wellness as well. And it also develops the quality of our relationships. We are meant to be in community. We're not meant to be individuals and solo, not at all. So when we create that strong social connection, there's a sense of safety, of belonging, improved self-esteem occurs between both individuals and as individuals that happens. Plus also too, there's a protective barrier that you build emotionally between you and with each other that can handle life stress. Then when you incorporate fun activities, gosh, there's laughter, <laughs> there's silliness, there's, uh, again, you're changing everything about your physiology, yeah. everything. Yeah. I want to take a short break. And when we come back, but before I go to break, I want you to tell people how they can find out about you, how can work with you. I had an aha. Okay. And it's not a mistake that. I had a couple of ahas over the weekend and I don't know how Linda does it, but Linda, you know, Linda, she's my producer, my best friend, and she schedules everything. She must be so tuned in because she'll schedule shows that are literally on the pulse of what's happening. Just like the one today. Mm -hmm. I got a text message question that just came in. It's perfect. Okay. It's exactly about what we're talking about. Um, 
I love what we're doing. I just love what we're doing because people will get a little bit of what you're saying. And then if they work with you, they can Mm -hmm. get coached like this. See, that's the thing for me. I am great at getting that initial hit, but I work with coaches because I need some help to stay on track. I want to ask you, how do people find out about what we're talking about here today? You have clarity calls you do. Um, Mm -hmm. You have your show you do. Let's give people some information. They know how to get a hold of you. Okay. So on Transformation Talk Radio, on the second Thursday of every (laughs) month at 11 a.m., Live the Good Life Show will be airing. And um, this month, February, we're talking about love, all kinds of love. What does it look like? Who's it for? Who do I love? How do I love? How do I know I'm loved? All of that. Also, too, you can get in touch with me on my website, the right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. You can email me at sabrina at the right balance.com. You can call me, leave a message at 360-624-1585. And I'm all over social media. So go to Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm there. And if you want your own personal blueprint on what we're talking about today, if you want to know what the three good habits that you personally can enact for optimum mental, three good habits for your physical well-being, three good habits for optimal emotional, three good habits for optimum spiritual, you'll get your own blueprint on optimum wellness from Sabrina Wright. When we come back, We are going to be all over the three or more good habits that lead to optimum spiritual wellness. Why? Well, Sabrina is going to tell you why. We'll be right back. Even though your home base is one Enneagram type, you have characteristics of all the types. Tune in to Enneagram Conversations with Renee Siegel the second and fourth Monday of each month at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how you can unlock your unlimited potential. Visit URPurePotential.com for more about Renee and her work. That's the letter U, the letter R, PurePotential.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit sharingloveandlightshow.com. Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? Corny Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty master chief with the U.S. Navy, here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. 
Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. Welcome back, everybody. Great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Sabrina Wright is in the house. We are going to check on this now. Three good habits that can lead to optimum spiritual wellness. As we said before, you can find out everything about Sabrina, Sabrina Wright. And Wright is W-R-I-G-H-T. Just Google her and you'll get her. Also, what's that phone number for people to call you at? 360-624-1585. All right. For the next eight minutes or so that we have left, my favorite okay yeah foundational good habits you can have more but if you have three good habits that can lead you to optimum spiritual wellness you will not have to experience some of the really tough energies we're talking about today right mm-hmm. go yeah. for it sabrina okay so the first one is the habit of seeking spiritual knowledge that is an intention and a purpose to build and understand your relationship with God. And I know that there are many people who in the audience uh, identify God in different ways. And ultimately, it's about that relationship. If you understand the nature and character of God. And you apply that to yourself personally with prayer, by reading spiritual literature, by spending time in the word in your Bible, by reading books like the one that that you had mentioned, Dr. Pat, the I Am book, that's based scripturally. If you can do that, that starts to build the foundation because our beliefs, our values, our desires change over time. But the the spiritual foundation and understanding of your relationship with God never changes. If it does, it gets better. The more you understand his nature and character and how he sees you. I think that as individuals, sometimes we struggle with really understanding what that relationship is supposed to look like because we think of the relate, we not only think of, but we compare those relationships to the relationships we had with our parents. And some of us had good relationships with parents, and some of us didn't have good relationships with parents. 
what's really important is to continually be learning, practicing, and improving your understanding of who you are as a spiritual being and what your well-being is when you cultivate a life of purpose and meaning. Contemplative prayer, contemplate your future, contemplate your everyday. Have a contemplation practice, and that's purposeful. You can even incorporate journaling into that. I know that for many of my clients who I meet the first time, they've had a break in their journaling practice. So we get right back to that. And that's a really good place to start. Yeah. You get get connected to your church. Take a course in understanding the Bible or understanding a particular book or understanding just the nature and character of God. Seek your own personal healing and that comes spiritually as well. Practice forgiveness. You know, not only forgiveness for others, but how about forgiveness for yourself? I mean, who's the toughest critic on you? It's, yeah, right? That's easy. I know, right? We are. We are our toughest critic. We think we need to be perfect. Nobody else does, but we do. And then expand your worldview. Another habit is contemplation and self-reflection. So this can be meditation, prayer. Uh, People incorporate yoga into their lifestyle and journaling. And all of these have amazing positive effects to our overall health. Taking time to reflect builds self-awareness and self-knowledge and an inner strength. That inner strength then becomes an automatic skill that we've cultivated and we become more resilient in life as life progresses. Um, Contemplation and self-reflection gives us a better understanding about ourselves and what's important to us and why it's important. What are our pains and what are our joys? And what are the parts of us that need healing and need attention? If that hasn't become really apparent over the last two years, yeah, I I just, I mean, even taking a look back at what was it, a a statistic I I read, I think it was last week, 75 million people took part in the great resignation. So that to me says people are taking a look at what's important in life. They're changing where they're spending their time, how they're spending their time, how they're viewing themselves, their life, their family, and what they want to create. Yeah. So self-reflection. We've got more clarity on who we are as human beings and what we need to live a life we love. That takes time. That takes a purposeful look inside. Some of the things we can do to help help us during self-reflection is like, Schedule it in in your calendar. Play, I mean, self-reflection time. You have CEO time. You have client care time. You've got family time. You need in in there. 
you need exercise, you need all of that. You need meals, you need all of that. Schedule it. That should be your schedule, your personal schedule for your self-care should be what goes on your calendar first and then everything else fits around that. Truly, if you can grasp that and time blocking, I think you will be ecstatically surprised at how much that improves your quality of life. And then the last habit I would say is cultivate a life of purpose. Find meaning and purpose. These are the most powerful and very spiritual activities that we can do for overall wellness. When we feel that our existence has meaning and is purposeful, we're more empowered, we're more centered. There's a lot more peace and joy where we're coming from and where we're living. And this is because the, the purpose and meaning gives us clarity in our lives. It helps us carry on when things get tough. And it gives us a sense of personal accomplishment and a strong feeling that, you know what, we matter. So regardless of where we find our feeling of purpose and meaning, whether it's in nature, whether it's in our work, how about our family and friends, right? It's also in that spiritual practice. It's in your religious community. And it's in expanding your worldview. You do it when you travel, when you study, when you take care of people around you. Once we find it, we're immediately starting to enjoy the incredible benefit and change in our overall well-being. I cannot highly recommend developing your spiritual foundation first because all once that's solid, everything else stacks on top of it, and that foundation is sure, the rest of your well-being, the mind chatter, the emotions, the physical health, it all starts to emerge and come together. I love it. Sabrina, thank you so much for everything you do. Uh, give out your website again, please. The right, W-R-I-G-H-T, balance.com. And drop me a line and let's schedule a clarity call. 